Get Into Gate. This is episode 113. We are talking Ooh. Stargate SG-1. We are talking one episode per week, introducing one of our team members to the show for the very first time, and we are all the way up to season six, the very first episode of the uh, new brand of Stargate. Went on hit a new channel, as Maddie's been telling us for the last couple of weeks. We will welcome the full team. My name's Mitch. We've got Maddie. Welcome to Siffy. We've got Brendan. <laughs> Hi there. And Reese, our first time watcher. Yeah, g'day, guys. All right, here we are to kick off season six. It is a two-parter, and if you have uh, been with the show before, you know how we like to do two-parters. We don't like to cover them one part per podcast. We whack them all in together. So we're going to do Redemption <laughs> Part 1 and Part 2. It's just the Redemption podcast here for Episode 113 of Get Into Gate. Let's throw it over to the synopsis, see what this episode's about, and then we'll have a chat to Reese and see what he thought. SG-1 faces two potential disasters light years apart as an energy buildup in the Stargate threatens to destroy Earth and Teal'c returns home to find his wife dead, his son estranged, and his planet under attack. Ah, oh, should we just Jesus. roll straight into part yeah, two? Roll and into see part two. Yeah, yeah okay, let's go. Reload. As Teal'c and his son battle to save Earth, O'Neill pilots the X-3, a newly designed interstellar spacecraft that will carry the Stargate far away from Earth so it can explode harmlessly in deep space. But how will SG-1 operate without the Stargate? Does it really say the X-3? Mm. It, well, yes, X-3. Because it's called uh, the X302. Yeah, the X302. Yeah. Oh, see, lazy. They got back to being yeah. lazy, lazy yeah. on the DVD. I mean, X3, that'll do. I'm not putting two other numbers in. Look how pristine that DVD like is. <laughs> yeah, obviously, so clean. Doesn't get the that case much cover of cover. Uh, so it's the cleanest viewing. one. Don't watch Jonah's episodes. I'm guessing. So yeah, I guess. I guess first things first. We should, uh, you know, acknowledge the elephant in the room. We get reintroduced to an existing character. Much hated that we've given a lot of crap to in the past, that we're forced to like in this episode. And I did. I like Ryak. <laughs> hey, Zuna did there. Set you all up. Hey, pew, pew, pew. I was waiting for it. It's funny because when he first came out of that tent, I was like, oh, this little shit. <laughs> oh, and then he starts happened. flogging Tilk. Yeah. I know. And Tilk just like, cops it. He copped like 10. Yeah, like, you wouldn't cop him. more than two. I turned to my missus. I go, this is just, this is not real because. Tilk wouldn't put up with this. He'd flog the shit out of his kid. <laughs> yeah. I like that when, uh, when Brad's had come in and, and like peeled him off. And he's like, he doesn't see me as a worthy opponent. He's like, and be glad that he doesn't. Yeah. Because he would snuff you like You'd a twig. Yeah. <laughs> like, you would be a smear in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> and Tilk's not like, oh, no, I would never do that. He's like, yeah, you yeah. best be warned, boy. But no break one- you Could you imagine? Knee. He'd just be like a bull. Yeah. Just yeah. driving him into the dirt. Yeah, oh, like God, and he'd, just, he'd be crying within three seconds. Yeah, if he was still mm. able to function. <laughs> yeah, it's this like is, a I spoiler alert for uh, Walking Dead, but it's like he'd be the bat and Ryke would be Glenn. Mm. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I <laughs> I really like Ryke in this episode. Like, I've probably been the most vocal in how much I fucking hate young Ryak. Yeah. But he grows on me in this episode. I feel like this is the first time where it's like his reactions are like, I feel like it's the first time he's been emotionally valid. Like he's grieving the death of his mother. Yeah. And then he's also guilty that he thinks he's not strong enough to live up to everything because of the brainwashing. And it's like he's acting out and Tilk being a really good dad by just like letting him just like wail on him to try and work out these emotions. And then they do talk it out later on. I'm just like, I, I'm down for all that. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I especially like Braytac coming in and saying, 
Yeah. Well, uh, you know, he think he doubts himself, and he thinks you don't believe. Why would he th- say that? Because mm. you have not told him otherwise. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I like that. It's a good mental You're his moment. Father, hey? and you haven't told yeah. him otherwise. Oh yeah, good point. I haven't been here, have I? How um how did the fathers in the room go when there was that big emotional thing where it was like you need not win back win back my trust, my son, because you have never lost it. You have never lost well, it. I really so loved. I, like, that I was... really loved it the first few times, but this time I'm like, there was no. Like, apart from Braytac telling Tilk that there was no kind of lead up into that conversation. Like, yeah. Ryan could have turned around and goes, I, what, you don't, you doubt me. Mm. Like, he could have played it back on that. Yeah. And why did you yeah, tell me that out point. of context story about you being brainwashed? Yeah. Like, he sort of told mm. him that, as, and it's like, if you get the reference, great. Um, yeah. If you don't, well, I'm going yeah. into a completely <laughs> different conversation. Like, he was following up on everything that he was told by Braytac. And I'm like, okay, well. Yeah. Because it you. felt like, yeah, it felt like Braytac was talking more about. The wisdom, rather than saying this is what Reich has told me when, yeah. I, when I've been here raising your son for you, he's told me these things. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, it was played off more like Braytech just being a wise mofo. Yeah. And just dropping a knowledge bomb on Teal'c and saying this is obviously what he's feeling because I'm. Yeah, Braytech I took it I that way, this. but yeah, like Braytech's pretty bloody knowledgeable guy. He's got he's pretty switched on. I think yeah, if he, I don't think Reich yeah would have had to have told him. I think yeah. you could just see it. Yeah, but then so what, what Brennan was saying is like, well, it's like, well, is Ryak aware of that? So then when Tilk does drop that stuff and Ryak's yeah. like, oh, I didn't realise that. Like, Yeah, so I, I, I can I can see that little bit of a disconnect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But otherwise it was, yeah, otherwise it was good. Anytime Tilk gets choked up, I'm down mm. for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't mind him copying a few hits to the face with the staff weapon, but then like... The third one and the fourth mm. one knocks him down. I'm like, come on, bro. Well, oh, you can tell that he just felt guilty. Yeah, but like I can, yeah. you can cop two, but the third one, you're like, all right, bro. It didn't and didn't he probably thought he deserved it? Didn't the scene yeah, like cut so. away to something else, then cut back yeah. and Ryak still wailing on him? Yeah, he knocked I think him to that the was the again. bit that was a little bit too far. But yeah, if you just yeah. done it a couple of times, you'd be like, okay, that's you know, that's Jafar dealing with grief. Yeah, yeah I just know, thought it was too um, copying the beating that he thought that he himself deserved. For leaving his for wife leaving and, and not being there, and now she's yeah. dead, and he wasn't there to yeah. to Even look after it. her. And he's and like, it, if if me- and it was the rebellion that he started, which gave her the strength to say, "No, I don't want another a symbiote in yeah. me." You know, so essentially, yeah, it's him. Yeah. When when Ryak was like, "It's your fault, she's dead." Technically, yeah, you're right. Indirectly, yeah, yeah, mm. but but that was that's what pissed me off about Ryak was he was like, you know, she would have ne- she would have never done this if it wasn't for you, and you know this is so shit. But I, even I was yelling at the TV like she didn't do it for herself, she didn't do it for like you know she was doing it for the greater good. She could obviously see the 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 progress that it was going to make in the future mm. for the, yeah. for every other. Well, and she was doing it for Ryak as well. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. even Tilk said like everything I've done, I've done for you and your mother. And he's like, what have you done? Yeah. Like it, it makes it's, sense. Like that's I'm doing it for your future and your children's future yeah. or whatever, but mm. not necessarily anything. Nothing good has come of Ryak for Ryak in the last five years, six yeah. years. Mm. I think, yeah, obviously, and that that just shows like obviously uh, Ryak's youth and and ignorance towards the fact and and thinking selfishly, but at mm. the same time, like yeah, he's obviously everything has happened to him. His dad's left. He's been treated as a traitor his whole life because of association with his old man. And now his mum's dead, who was the only, only, um, you know, only one that really, you know, in his uh, mind loved him. So, well, except for his first mum, who we never, see, who we never saw her again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like my second mum's dead. My Bring step- back the first step- actress. <laughs> yeah, it was so much about Tilk's story and his place within SG One or the SGC 
that I thought about in such a short amount of time when they were having those conversations about where he's been and what. And I'm like, yes, he's left you, but he's he's out to fight the Gould. So you know, long term, he's thinking about you know your the family and the people. But that means his best place is on a different planet, you know. So that's what he thinks. But maybe he should be with them and maybe trying to be what Katano was last year or what we thought that he was last season mm. and raising this Jafar rebellion, you know, from Chulak and from other Jafar sort of planets and outposts and things like that. Uh, and then the SGC, it's like, well, they're t- kind of taking Teal for a ride here. It's like, come join us. We're, you know, we're, we're going to take it to the Gould. We're going to do it week to week and just pick random planets in our system and just <laughs> yeah. go there and yeah. see what happens. You know, it was, it was brilliant for Daniel because all he wanted to do was explore different people, different cultures, different planets and try and work out how that played, if it did, into the history of the, of and the if world. his wife was there, good. Good, sweet, yeah, great. If this all works out, yeah, if it doesn't, well, then maybe maybe there'll be a next week. Until then, yep. there's other women I can sleep with. But <laughs> at the same time, like, Tilk didn't need to be there. And again, the family um, could have come to Earth with them. They go, why didn't she? Oh, she wanted to stay with the people. It's like, yeah. good, that's a very selfless reason and, and, and decision to make. But at the same time... It, would have been far easier life for you and then you wouldn't have to be angry at Tilk but should you have to do that like it was yeah it was a, it was a nice little problem for him yeah, to yeah. have all of a sudden when it's like you can understand both perspectives like obviously Tilk's made a uh, a pledge to the Tari saying yeah I'll give you I'll give you my life I dedicate myself to you blah mm. blah blah I mean I'd I'd bloody hate to move off world with a bunch of people I didn't know so mm. I can see where his missus is coming <laughs> from but yeah, at the same time, yeah, absolutely. I, I'd expect him to go back and, and lead this rebellion and be like, Oi, do you really need me? Or like, I'll come back when I'm finished, but can I go and lead this rebellion and then yeah. we can join forces and fight the goal together? Like, and I'm I'd- sure as a, as a viewer, if he all of a sudden made that very real world acceptable decision of, you know what, I'm going to go back to Chulak and I'm going to go back to with my family and do the Jafar rebellion thing back there, I'd be like, nah, man, you can do that from here and still stay on the show every week. <laughs> yeah. But now that he's doing that, I'm like, oh, really? Would you really make that decision as a character? I, I had to laugh that with, uh, with with Jonas when they're like, you've been here three months. Would you like to get off base? He's like, yes, that would be so great. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, man. Tilk did four solid years <laughs> yeah, before he was allowed out of this joint. Yeah. Suck it up. Just because you don't have a gold thing on your face. And then he gets to go and see like the coolest thing yeah. that we've ever made. Yeah, And yeah. then got every secret and bits and pieces of information about it. Yeah, like, Every time they go... Oh, yeah, the general told me to give you this. He's like, sweet, more information. <laughs> yeah. Eating content, eating content. Give it to me, give it to me. Yeah, oh, just yeah. eating. Not even yeah. just eating. Absolutely. That's all he does. <laughs> yeah, and you'll notice here, Reese, that they give him a superpower of being able to memorize all of Daniel Jackson's work. Yeah. And then some. So he, he got a cheat code to get up to their level. I yeah. do like... So he can... Okay, I guess it <laughs> might, technically might not be a contradiction of that, but like within the same episode, it's like, come on, guys. When I say guys, Robert C. Cooper wrote it. Um, <laughs> but he's like... Well, he oh, wrote Meridian too, so he's the un- technically the only one who's ever written for Jonas at this mm. point. No, that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> is that he says, uh, you know, to, to Carter, oh, well, the test that, you know, Doc Frazier did says that I'm actually able to take in a lot more information a lot faster and a lot more permanently than most humans. It's, yeah, it's incredible. And said previous to that, I've read and memorized every piece of work that Daniel Jackson had ever done. And I'm yeah. like, wow, that's even like pro- way I'm taking that predating the SGC. Like he's probably went back and read all of his old research papers and mm. whatever. Either way, he's been there for three months. He's been doing nothing but reading. He knows everything that Daniel's ever done and seen. Two mm. scenes later, Teal gets taken back to, to, to Chulak or whatever. And 
He's like, he, he, the scene starts with him talking to Carter going, I didn't know he had a son. I'm like, that yeah. never fucking came up in yeah. any of Daniel's papers. You didn't read any of those mission reports yeah. where yeah. Tilt got in trouble for hiding the fact that he had a well, son. Well, would he have access then, to the mission reports? He's read everything. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I presume yet. it's published published pieces. and Yeah, I think you're right. Just research. whatever's in Daniel's, because he's in Daniel's office or lab or whatever. Mm. Yeah. So I assume he's just gone through all of Daniel's shit. Because you can see Carter comes in and just takes his... Takes that book out of his hand like that's Daniel. Uh, excuse me, I was down. sniffing that yeah. last episode. <laughs> that's my sniffer. It's <laughs> gonna stink like you. <laughs> Great, he's got Jonas on it now. <laughs> no, look, I, I I liked Jonas in this episode. I didn't mind him. I could see things from his perspective. I don't know if you just hate him from for future episodes, obviously. No, I, but I've seen it, but I liked him too. In this yeah. episode, really? Was, yeah, watching it, I'm like, why do I hate this guy so much again? I, okay, yeah, he kind of <laughs> caused Daniel's death, and that's why O'Neill hates him. So, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. In this episode, the context of just this episode, I'm like, he's all right. Mm, yeah, he's I, just- I think that's smoke and mirrors. So first, they give him the cheat code, saying, okay, he's the new Daniel, mm. and he's going to read everything Daniel's ever written. So he's 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 caught up to us straight away. But then. And Robert C. Cooper decides he wants he's going to take all the all the attributes we like about Jack and give them to Jonas to try and trick us into liking him. So what's the first thing he do? He puts Jonas in boxing gear and tries to recreate the scene from yeah. um, Fifth Race. Benji Kozars, Jonas. Benji Kozars. Yeah. So they're suddenly being in their Kozars together. And then <laughs> three quarters of the way through, might be the first episode. Well, actually, it might be the second one. Carter's like needs help. She's run through all the ideas they can think of to try and save the save the earth. And she says, Colonel, you you have a way of putting things in its simplest form and that that really helps. He's like, Oh well I've got nothing. Yeah. And then the next scene, Jonas, Jonas is standing there drinking his go going, How did the Stargate get in here? Yeah. Which inspires her and then he stands there with that fucking shit eating grin. And it's like, well, because <laughs> he, he says, I've been thinking about this ever since I got here, which is three months ago. The, the planet's about to be destroyed. We've got 20, less than 24 hours left. And he's like, why don't we just take it up through there? Oh, yeah. By the way, when, when they kind of came up with that, did you ever think about doing that? Sending it into orbit? No. Yeah, because I always wonder, like, obviously, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. But, yeah, you don't come up with it straight away either. Well, yeah, you just think, you know, it's it's a ridiculous plan. How are you how are you going to take a Stargate while it's on? Nothing can touch it, otherwise it dies, like the the Event Horizon. Yeah, but no, I didn't, I didn't even I didn't get that feeling. I I thought he obviously just wants to help. I'm I'm looking at it for, obviously from his perspective, not from mm. a pissed off fan perspective, which I'm sure a lot of people that hate Jonas would be would be looking at it um, as like obviously this is Daniel's replacement. That's not Jonas's fault. That's no, Shanksy's fault. But um, I'd say it's Robert C. Cooper's fault. Yeah, I would too. Because <laughs> well, well, in mean, Meridian, how do you replace Daniel Jackson. Well, the, well I think see, the way that's... they they went bad is because in Meridian, like Cooper made Jonas more or less indirectly the reason why Daniel died. Mm. You know, like he could have sacrificed right. himself and then, instead right. of Daniel, and then replaces him with a copy of him. So, I know this was their kind of... It's the first pancake rule. You know, you always burn your first pancake and you fuck it up. So, I understand them fucking it up by writing Jonas as the wrong kind of character. Karim Nemec is actually a really good actor. Like, he's a really good mm. actor. I really like him. Back in the day with um, Parker Lewis Can't Lose, he was just a pimp in that. But the problem is... And the, they tried to make Jonas too much 
like Daniel. And then, like, in Atlantis, when they... Re- and this is, you know, a couple of seasons from now, when they realise that the team they created Atlantis isn't working because of the, the four people that they have in that team, they get rid of the weak link and bring in a completely different character with things, a different skill set mm. and a different vibe to the team, and it works. But I understand that that was a team that wasn't working and they bring it in so it does work, whereas the original SG-1 was a team that worked perfectly. Mm. So they thought, oh, well, we'll just replace Daniel with another actor yeah, to do the same role, and I think that was a mistake by trying to make him. We're st- as as viewers, we're all still mourning the loss of Daniel. Well, those of us who like Daniel are still mourning the loss of Daniel, and now you're bringing in this character who a was responsible for his death, and b is basically you, they're trying to turn him into a carbon copy clone of Daniel. Yeah, and, I and think that's, I like I didn't first really scene that. he's in his office, like going through all yeah. this shit. It's like, bro, mm. and he's got his <laughs> he's got his bloody <laughs> CD player. <laughs> he told me to feed his fish. Like, I've learned to like Jonas in this season, and he, they do a lot of stuff like, "Oh, this is get to know me" episode for Jonas, mm. and it's like a bit forced. And I think later in the season he he does a few good things, and you're like, "Ah, oh, yeah, he's alright." Yeah, as as an ensemble, there are, there are some late. there are some phenomenal episodes this season mm. that involve Jonas, but the Jonas centric episodes. I can't cop. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'd be interested to see it. So I'd be interested mm. to see it moving forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, from from the perspective that I got in this episode, I just saw him as obviously he felt bad about what happened. Um, mm. Obviously, he can deal with it better than everyone else because he didn't know Jackson that well, um, and he obviously just wants to help out, but also you know wants to be mm. involved for his own purpose. And yeah, I mean he he did think up all these these great ideas and let Carter have the. The glory. The glory for it. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, just to Jonas earn- helped. Jonas helped me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. It's his idea. Either to earn his keep or to just be like, hey, look, if I don't care if I don't get the get the glory, I, if I can, if this is the way I can help, then I can help this way. But mm. yeah, I don't. I don't know. The hardest thing I had to buy at the end was um, right at the end when Jonas is like putting the hard sell on Jack. It's like, let me be part of the team. And I don't know whether it was just something that Richard, Rich and Dan Anderson did, but. At the end of that speech, when the doors closed on the lift, on the elevator, I was like, he's not part of the team. Jack didn't buy any of that. Jack's not interested. Yeah. The next scene is like, well, you're getting a Russian. (laughs) And he's like, well, I guess Jonas is better than a Russian. (laughs) (laughs) Over my rotting corpse, sir. Yeah. So it's like over... So American. In order to make a decision. There's Jonas, there's rotting corpse, and then there's Russians. (laughs) So it's like... Yeah, well, you know, in order mm. to make a decision, you need leverage. So a Russian is bloody good leverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hammond's probably just forced that. And it's like, Jack is like, I would rather have four Russians that I have nothing to do with that have their so own I team kill them. than have one of them on my team. Which is fair enough. After, fair after enough, the tomb absolutely. and Watergate, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. trust any any Russian SG yeah. people either. Well, at the same time, like, I don't know how I was supposed to feel, but I almost felt the opposite to that when... Um, the Russian colonel found out about the new ship and he's like, what the friggin' hell's going on here? And they're like, how did you find out? He's like, not the point. Yeah. You haven't told us shit. And they're just like, <laughs> he, they go, it's got nothing to do with the Stargate. He's like, um, Nicodria, and that's how it runs. That's from the Stargate. You're it's supposed to share it. Based on a f- 
fucking glider. Yeah, you're yeah. supposed to share Program. technology, tell us about all the new technology that you get, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, and they come in, there's like some emergency going on. Hammond's like, well, anything's better than I ain't this. I got time for this shit. Did I'm they like, find out how he did find anything? out about that? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, hang on. Is, no, isn't he kind of like, I was like, isn't he right? Like, totally. should you not have told him about we, that? We you screwed were, the Russians Every which way. Be different yeah. if it was like, hey, we didn't tell you, but you didn't ask, okay? So why would we tell you? They were right in 48 hours, too, and Daniel's like, well, they just want what we promised them. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. What's the problem? Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. it. We've just been not following through on all, on all our promises. All the all the agreements mm. we made with them, we just haven't been doing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was like, when he goes, I found out about it, I'm like, well, Mayborn's NIA, so, uh, NIA, MIA. Mm. So who told him? I'm like, that's pretty serious for mm-hmm. a Russian to find out what, you know, American's top secret shit on, yeah. in Area 51. Like, if you were to have, well, there's probably four, but even just the two most recent ones, like, you're going to have 48 hours and then this episode back to back. You'd be worried that by episode three, we're going into a fucking Cold War. Yeah. Because yeah. there's some serious shit brewing, not to mention the tomb. And then even before that with Watergate, like yeah. there's a lot of shit going on in the lead up to this. Yeah, and pl- yeah. And Plus uh, Nemesis with the Russian sub yep, and all yep. that. Yeah, and it it couldn't have been um, McKay, victories. could it? Because McKay wouldn't know anything about the 302 program. No, I mean he, he was had, in Russia, wasn't he? Yeah, he was working with the mm. Russians, and they brought him back for the yeah. for the emergency. I don't think it was him. But yeah, he'd have no knowledge of the 302 program. No. As far as I'm aware, unless he's got friends in the military working on the 302 program and they're just talking out of school, but unless you can't he, imagine an Air Force officer would be doing that. Unless, uh, especially unless he was in Jonas's mm. office looking at all the paperwork that <laughs> Carter gave him, because <laughs> totally. he kind of marched in. Major, how do I not know about the X302? And then he's like, Jonas is all like. Now, you may not know, but this man is very upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was oh. going to be his like, Jack moment. I was waiting for him to sort of smirk like that was a joke. And I'm like, yeah. oh, no, you legitimately thought you were helping. Yeah. Maybe, okay. it, was, maybe, or maybe... it was Jonas that told him. <laughs> yeah, Jonas, yeah. He's trying to be too helpful. Something Jonas. else I can peg on f***ing Jonas. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> at, the, at the start of it, when they had that bloody um, shit replacement, that bloody oh, captain. Yep. And then um, O'Neill comes through the gate like so pissed off. He's like, "Next." <laughs> Do you know what they say? Eight or nine? Eight, yeah. Nine if you include the guy that lasted like twenty minutes. Or something. Do you know how <laughs> two I, hours? Do you know how you could really tell if that guy was never going to last even before what had happened? He didn't even get a P90. He had some other one of their old uh. school like season one guns. While Carter and O'Neill had their P90 strapped to their chests. Mm. I was like, if they don't give him a P90, he's not on the team. I got to say something, guys. Walter. Knew his shit at the start of this episode. Oh, yeah. Morning, sir. Morning, sir. What does SG1 do back? Hour and 22 minutes from now, sir. Let me get <laughs> back. Tell Major Carter I have a message. Yes, sir. Incoming wormhole. Oh. Like all over it. Not wearing so many hats. Not an hour and 20 minutes. Not an about an hour and a half. An hour and 22 And you know what? Minutes. He didn't, didn't look at his watch when Hammond asked no, him. No, God, no. He knew yeah. it. Yeah, internal clock. Yeah, he's cut it. He's uh, what is it? Mm. Circadian rhythm is just bloody That's on point. <laughs> and then what do they do? They disrespect him, and after like four seasons, bring in Pretty Boy Cumface. I know. Just he's out of back. Nowhere. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure we said we'd never see him again. Might have back in the day. Message but in a he, bottle. And here's what's interesting: is he detects some kind of power signature. He brings it to Carter, mm. and goes, "There's something not right here." And then Carter goes, well, I'll magnify it. And he's like, well, that's that's well within tolerance. That that can't be it. And it's like, 
Why would you bring it to her attention? Yeah. She agrees with you, and then you tell her no. Yeah. It's like he did that. Last listen time. to her. He's trying to play hard to get again. Yeah. And for those who don't know, like Pretty Boy Cumface was in Message in a Bottle, and I'm pretty sure we mm. censored that out last time. We've since gotten looser. Or you've missed a few times. We've said Pretty Boy Cumface. I think we, we edited. <laughs> we say Pretty Boy Cumface enough. You leave Pretty Boy Cumface. A in. little bit of it in. back in uh, the his first appearance, but since then That's we've right. referred to him as if we never did. Yeah. And this is who we're talking about. If you ever yeah. lost, but you look at him and I, I, what he, is his name? Up. Tobias. Is that the actor's name or the character care. name? Yeah. I don't know. He popped up and I'm like, I knew instantly. I'm like, oh, Pretty Boy Cumface, but I'm like. Hang on, is he one of the people that died that we gave nicknames to? No, just no, he was dying. You can't mistake yeah. that he had, when, he, when, he, when he had to come on his face. Dimples. Yeah. Oh god, he's so he had the pretty. UV so light on and was just just yeah. jizz everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. He's dying from his jizz face. <laughs> but then he then he survived. And then Carter gave But yeah, and now, but now as of this episode, we never see him again. So we're done. Okay. No. That's a shame. I knew it was one of those. So after that, when the incoming wormhole comes in, there's a code red IDC. Now, I don't think oh. we've ever had that before. Yeah, that's from that's Walter. New. Sounds new. Um, so I assume it means under fire. Yet Hammond sends people into the gate room, like medics and everyone, and then he runs into <laughs> mm. the gate room. Yeah. I'm like, it's code red IDC. I don't know what that is, but I wouldn't be running in there. Yeah. And then the dude throws the spear in. That's exactly And then he goes and thing. picks it up. I'm like, that could, could be poisonous there. or a bomb. Mate, he knows dead. what he's doing. Maybe that's what Code Red means. Everyone run in. <laughs> code Red, they're under fire. See who gets shot. Everyone run in and, and be human yeah. shields. See who gets an early pension. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they'd done that um, back in Spirits, one of them would have got that tritium arrow through the head. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Luckily, that spear was thrown pretty weak. So, yeah, I never thought of that. That's interesting. Yeah, I just thought that was dumb. Do we think the... the the feeling of the show has changed. Like it's gone to different networks. Because I, I, for me, uh, again, I, I watch this very close to watching um, the season five finale, and it really seems to flow on pretty well. Everything, you know, relatively looks the same. New, new, uh, new flashy titles. New flashy yeah, titles. Yeah, I'd say what cool. the Stargate has never looked sexier than it does in the opening credits yeah. of season well, six. And even just standing wow there, wow me close ups. Did it get new lighting or was? The gate CG in some episodes, like the gate in our gate room, it just looked so pretty. Mm. Mm. And I don't know whether it got a new lighting rig or they're filming with different cameras or something like that, but that looked pretty. Yeah. But then, yeah, the opening credits, whole nother level of prettiness. Yep. Yeah. And a cool bit of trivia on that is actually the um, when it's spinning, when it gets to Chris Judge's um, credit, the symbol that swings by is actually the point of origin for Chulak. They oh, deliberately cool. did that. As the That's point. good. Yeah, it swings by. Nice. That's just a little nod to that, which I thought was a nice touch. And they're yeah, and they change. walk up the ramp like they do at yeah. the end of this episode. Not my favourite walk up the ramp. It's a bit slow. Yeah, it was almost like a rehearsal one. Yeah. Oh, totally. When they when bloody Jonas looks over at him, and then it was sort of look forward and go. Yeah, yeah. and we're walking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this is for the main theme and go. And yeah. here we go. And they all just yeah, it was too rehearsed. Mm. But yeah, that came up at the end of the credits, and I'm like, oh, who is that? Who's the fourth person? Yeah. And then it was the last yeah shot of the... It's kind of good because they had a yeah. huge backpack on him and a, and a cap, so you couldn't tell yeah. who it was. Mm. Was there... <laughs> it was Elliot. If, yeah. if, we had, if we hadn't have ruined it for you in Meridian when you saw the back of the, the visual companion book, was there any point that you thought McKay might get a call up? 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> no. No, there wasn't. Jeez, what a um, I didn't think about it, but if I had have thought about it, I would have thought, hey, that's probably a possibility. So we didn't actually ask you in Meridian, did we spoil it for you or did you found out that Daniel wasn't in season six before now? Um, no, well, I kind of had an idea even before, like, you know, before I started watching SG1, I always knew that Daniel was in all the seasons or most of the seasons obviously but so when he when he died i was like what is this real like he's actually <laughs> dying yeah and even before that like like the start of or, or halfway through season five i read the back of the dvd and it was like uh, a tribute to daniel jackson i'm like oh i wonder what that's about yeah didn't even click then yeah but yeah, that's yeah right, when that's he died that's, I, I don't think it really impacted me as much as it should have because i'm like wait He's not actually dead, is he? Is he dead? He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Dead. So, yeah, I think yeah. I was more surprised after it, even for, like, probably a few days, and then I started to be like, oh, okay, shit, he's actually dead. Mm. So, yeah, it's pretty full on. Yeah, I think season six, there's a few low points in it, but it makes you appreciate what's to come after, and I wonder if yeah. if Michael Shanks had stayed on for season six, would there be a seven? Would there be an eight? Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. Or would they have just run it out? I mean, there like, is, oh, season seven will be the end. There is a quantum surge in terms of what we're able to do. I mean, you look at the three hundred two, the three hundred three, the three hundred four. Yeah, totally. So many things in season six. Yeah. that are the setup for you know the rest of the series. Yeah, um, especially. So um, I, I do. I do love season six for that. There's a lot of good mm. episodes in here. But yeah, like I said, it's just the one it's it's episodes like Nightwalkers and Shadow Play and yeah. things like that where I just I can't cop it. I yeah, they're can't boring. Cop it. I think um They may be the first episodes I'm not here for. The make the, the season like up until this point it's like any kind of tech we get, next episode goes back to the start. Like yeah. we never seem to be able to keep technology. Yeah. yeah. Like even that cargo ship that we got Destroyed at the end of Revelations. Never see it again. Mm. It's dead. And yeah, and that's actually something I was going to ask you, um, Reese. At any point, did you feel like the 302 was kind of like a a Deus Ex Machina in that we had the X301 back when that went off was a tangent? Yeah. And then did you ever think it was just purely written in for this episode just so that we had a way to get the gate off Earth? Yeah. Yeah. Not not to begin with. I was like, oh, okay, well, obviously they've introduced the Nequadria earlier, so this is going to be how they use it. Um, Obviously, they're going to have a few bugs to begin with, but they'll work it out. Mm. But then when they said, yeah, look, um, when when O'Neill basically started falling from the sky, I'm like, okay, they they can't save this, which made me a bit angry because I'm like, that's ridiculous technology to create just for a you know a, a, a way to get the gate out and then destroy it before the well, next episode. Yeah. That's Cooper for you. <laughs> <That's Cooper. laughs> and then yeah, so yeah, I don't know. But then at the end of the episode where they're like, where Hammond was like, yeah, we, we gave him the plans for the X three hundred two and three hundred three. Mm. I was like, okay, so they got more in store. So that's yeah, good. They got more stuff coming. Yeah, I did love the. Um, the 302 engineer, like the guy that was like briefing. Yeah. Him. He was fun. He was like yeah. he was cool, eh? dry he and shit. sarcastic. It's like he, he actually like, especially when O'Neill's getting briefed as they're walking out to get into the Jeep. When you see the 302 up on top of that um, yeah. passenger plane, jet. Passenger yeah. jet. <laughs> just the fact that, you know, just that cool little sort of one little dry bit where it's like, O'Neill's like, when did you plan on telling me this? And he's like, now. 
Yeah. Yeah. We only found out this five is, minutes this ago. Is the plan. Yeah, like, this, what, this is the plan. You're what not going to believe this. Holy shit. Hey, while yeah. we're on that scene, what the f*** is the guy with those jumpsuits? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. How are they? And apparently- Who gave the go-ahead for them? Like, well, I know you, you're called sci-fi sci-fi, but let's yeah. just- Well, no, here's the thing. Apparently, bit. according to the uh, commentary, Martin Wood said that they got a lot of slack for them, understandably, because they're f***ing idiots. Yeah. But they're actually <laughs> recreations of actual suits that exist in the- I, think, I forget whether you said the, the Navy or the or the Air Force. Space Force. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, ones that actually help you know hold your, your body heat in and stuff like that actually look like that. And I'm like- they, yeah, but don't put the stripes on them. Like right. the G-Force yeah. suits. They look so bad. Yeah. Just but terrible. there's inertial dampeners in these. Right. <laughs> but their heads still slam back into the chair. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Phasers. 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 Sorry, That's one, Mitch. In the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when he doesn't notice. <laughs> well, I mean, every time if I use it, it feels like... You know, we're not using it anymore, and then if I don't, we sh- I should, so... No, we're always using it. It'll last till season oh, okay. 10. That's one. It'll last till yeah. the uni- end of universe. Okay, universe. let's do it. Oh, trust, I don't think there'll be any Trek references in universe. I wish there was no Trek references in SG-1. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the cafeteria, Tilk's plate. When he oh, comes over with pretty good. much How one of everything. How proud was he? He yeah. was so happy with that plate. <laughs> O'Neill, yeah. there's nothing surprised about O'Neill. He's like, just a yeah. light snack, huh? I was about to like, <laughs> make a note of that, and then like it became the thing in the scene. Because I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. small detail only I've noticed. Yeah, good. <laughs> but then, then it, it does kind of break the fourth wall in that you can tell that it's obviously an act having to do multiple takes because of that entire thing. All he's doing is just picking off the occasional grape. Yeah, like he's on not, the other side of. Yeah, the he's not digging into those mashed potatoes or anything like that. He's yeah. just like, if I've got to do forty thousand takes of this shit, I'm eating <laughs> yeah. grapes. Yeah, I can eat grapes. Yeah, and then that guy that he walked past on the way to O'Neill, and the guy's just staring at his plate, like, <laughs> what the? F- leave some of the rest of us, bro. <laughs> SG one, mate. Yeah, SG twenty four. There won't be Back any left. Off. He's SG1 like, one coming through. Tim's like, you can have my scraps, mate. Whatever's yeah. left on the yeah. bottom of my plate, you can have. You can drink the rest of my tea. Yeah, go suck on a lemon. <laughs> yeah. Drink oh. the stock after I've eaten. I'm not a huge fan of McKay at the best of times, but I tell you what, the start of the second episode when he's doing all that, yeah, Anubis, it's your agent. You're playing it. Says I wanted to punch him in the. Face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get. I don't get his angle. Like I get, he's supposed to be shaving his stick, full of himself. You know, trying to piss Carter off, but loves her secretly or not yeah. so secretly. But all that stuff. Like, was he trying to be funny or like is he trying to impress her? I don't get it. Yeah, you suppose it's, it's kind of like you. There's two characters in this you don't like, but you're forced to like. I feel like Jonas. You're forced to like Jonas, yeah. even though you might not like him. McKay. Still comes out with the still sexy as ever I see, yeah. and I'm like, ha, classic. I always, I always and then just McKay. just still for some reason you have to like him, even though. And then what pissed me off is at the end when Carter gives him a kiss on the cheek and goes, "Oh, I was attracted to you when you." Did. I was like, "Where the f- did that come from? Yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah. That was f-ing yeah, stupid. That was Why dumb. would you ever be like? What the f- is that? Oh, I think we all know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do it, Cooper? <laughs> First for the season. Feels good. <laughs> yeah, level spiked a bit, but... Uh. <laughs> oh, ooh, still stings. Sorry. Uh, we so did lean back, Jamie. Sorry, we Jamie. all did lean back. <laughs> yes. um, I always kind of liken him to... Um, he's like a civilian male version of Haley. He's like super brilliant, mm. but just doesn't understand social cues. Just doesn't get that. Yeah. How to act around people without mm. putting them off. Yeah. 
Well, that's I was going to ask you, Reese, but I think we found out already. Who do you hate more, McKay or Jonas? Oh, yeah, McKay. I don't mind Jonas. Am yeah. I supposed to like if you? Do you guys hate him when you first were watching it? Do you, did you hate him at this point? Yeah, I think it yeah. felt forced. I was just too forced. I was still yeah. I was still mourning Daniel. I wasn't prepared. I openly wept like mm. multiple times watching that episode, mm. and I was just like, "It's not Daniel." It's not Daniel. Yeah, I think I felt that it's too. Not Daniel, because they, yeah, like they just wanted a carbon copy of, of Daniel, mm. and it was like, ugh. I wonder, like, because yeah, I, maybe for me it's like the cool thing to hate Jonas, mm. because I don't remember exactly why. It's just something that's like, oh blah, Jonas Quinn, think- you know. But I, I, as I've said, it is a fun thing to do. Don't get me wrong; it's a fun thing to do. But but I feel majority. bad for Corin because he's barely worked since. But yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, Ruined very fun. Career. Very fun to follow on Twitter because he's so weird. Yeah, yeah I love that. He's great. Know? He is great. Um, I still my still my favorite. I know I've told you guys a dozen times. Like people were tweeting like Christopher Judge and Michael Shanks and Amanda Tapping and like uh, any of the creators are all there like tweeting about the political injustices going on in America and like how dare you know Trump do this and why are we doing this in the world and we should be better people and Coronemic in the middle of the feed was like. I've lost my donuts. <laughs> and then his next tweet, which was like a significant amount of time later, like six or seven hours, not minutes, hours. Where are you, donut? <laughs> like, holy shit. He's great. Why is this not, Why yeah. are these tweets not happening when we're reviewing season six? Yeah. Like, like that had to yeah. happen like season two. But I think for me, this time around, as I've said a number of times, I've found Daniel... So much more condescending, and in many ways, a lot easier to dislike. Yeah, or harder to like this time around. So maybe the transition from Daniel to Jonas is easier this time it's around a bit of a for me. So yeah. and it's a bit so I actually fresher. can't remember why I'm supposed to hate him. And so far, I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. I still, I still love Daniel as much as I ever have. Yeah. For me, that the sting is it's like the guy responsible for his death is the yeah. one that replaces. That was him. the worst thing they could have done. That's yeah, the like he's already thing. on the back foot. Yeah. And that that's I don't not... see it as being responsible for Daniel's death. He helped cover know. it up. Like yeah. Daniel, Daniel, like even he was going to let yeah, him fall. Jonas see... even says in this episode he's the one that should have jumped through the glass and saved the day. Yeah, yeah but I don't he, agree with that like so he, much, but. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah he was like, going to make Daniel the patsy. Jackson's, mm. Jackson's, um, you know, scapegoat, the warrior now. So of course he's going to do the heroic thing because he's been doing that for the last five seasons. But at the same time, you got to. The, I think the reason why I don't hate him is because I see it from his perspective. If you're living on a world, you know, your whole life, and then some guys come through and then, you know, they're helping you do this thing. He, Jackson, takes it upon himself. You know, yes, it was. It, I get it. It was wrong for them to say, oh, it was Jackson's fault. But it wasn't his decision to say, hey, let's say it was Jackson's fault. Yeah. You know, he went along with it. And then he's like, wait a minute, this isn't right. I don't I don't agree with this. So he grabs an equadria and, and racks off to SGC. So I guess I'm looking at it more from his perspective when I'm seeing him join the team rather than looking at it from SG1's perspective and being like, fuck you, mate. You don't belong here. You don't deserve to be here because Jackson's better than you. I yeah. I get it, but it's yeah, it's all about perspective. Yeah, that's a fair I, point. Yeah, I agree with that. But for me, the the main scene in Meridian was when Jack went back after Daniel got dosed, and he's like, "Come on, man!" He's like, "What?" He's like, "Daniel didn't do this." He's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." 
So he was lying directly mm. to Jack, and it it that's the scene that kind of made me went, "Come on, bro, mm. like don't be yeah. don't be silly." You can hold a grudge then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's a stargate said, thing. He said one line, and I've hated him. I hated him for ten yeah. years. <laughs> um, yeah, but like this well, episode, I mean, it's, it's it's fun that he gets. It's fun. I like that he says, "I want to be part of SG One," and Carter's like, "Don't see it happening," and he kind of just walked away with a smile. And I'm like, "Ah, it's good, good sport." Yeah. He's like, yeah, "I'll get you. Went, I'll he, get you." And then he went to Tilk, <laughs> and then he went straight to O'Neill, and he's like, "Dude." Yeah. Like, this is the deal. I feel bad. This is how it is. Like, I get it. You know, I'm not being emotional about it. But, yeah. You know. yeah. He's definitely trying to make reparations. Like, he's trying to, like, do mm. good. He's, I mm. think, you know, he, he feels guilty that he did sort of, you know, he was an accomplice to the lie that was trying to blame it on Daniel. And he's trying to do good. But, yeah. I think he's just a victim of poor writing because as the season oh, goes yeah. on, sure. yeah. there's, there's so many other TV shows where it's like, you know, an actor has left or been killed off and they replace it and it's just done so much better in so many other shows. Mm. Um, Roseanne. <laughs> let's have two Beckys. <laughs> um, when, um, uh, oh God, what's that? The the girl you love, Mitch, that's in uh, Gifted, um, the mother. Uh, Amy Acker. Amy Acker. Amy Acker. She was like that in uh, in Angel, in the Buffy spinoff. She was brought in in like season two or season three and she had to play the catch-up character. To be, you know, part of this demon fighting team, she did it brilliantly. They did it with Rose McGowan in Charmed when they fired Shannon Doherty. Supposed to be a show about three sisters. They killed off one of the sisters, and they went, "Oh, guess what? You've got a half sister, Rose McGowan." <laughs> and she she caught up, you know. And the whole premise of the show it's like as they get as the demons get stronger, they get stronger, blah blah blah. And it's like by midway through season four, she's at the same level as her sisters that have been doing it for like four years. She's doing it for six months and she's like, I'm at their level. Mm. And you've kind of bought it. Mm. Obviously, Star Trek do it a lot. They, went, they go think, through a yeah, lot of well, actors. I think if... Um, well, you know that Daniel comes back now because you said that, Reese. But if... Yeah, if, I've always known that he's if, in the later... If Shanksy seasons. never came back and Jonas was there forever, I think everyone would like Jonas. You'd have time to... Mm, maybe. I mean, and then I guess it falls back to what you were saying earlier about... Would there have been a season seven? Yeah. If we, yeah, like, who knows? Yeah. But yeah, it would be interesting to see how it unfolds through the season and, and what Reese thinks of Jonas and I guess what we think of yeah. Jonas, especially when Mitch was saying it's like, well, this this sort of watch through, he's kind of fallen fallen away from from liking Daniel so much. So it's like we yeah. might we might change our views, but yeah, there are like I said, there are some phenomenal episodes where it's it's the group. But mm. the the Jonas centric ones, I'm a bit like, yeah. So there's a flood one which I think is great for Jonas. Yeah, it's in a couple of weeks. Let's talk about Anubis. That fucking kick-ass gate killer weapon he's got, I thought yeah. looked amazing. The only thing I didn't get is when Tilk was like, "Oh, it's of ancient design. I've seen something like this before." Yeah, what? Motherfucker, when? <laughs> what did yeah. anyone see before anything we about? Knew him. Yeah, did anything see anyone about that that looked ancient? At all, not really. No, but the, yeah, that's because the grabby that's, head thing. Grabby maybe. head thing. The, but that's the, what I didn't get. Like, if um, I mean, we haven't seen a weapon made by the ancients. You know, it's always been technology yeah. to help yeah. help. You know, but yeah, if if it was prior to us meeting Tilk, um, you know, and it's from his experience as first prime of Apophis. Well, back then he didn't know about the ancients no, he thought he the gods created was. everything and yeah blah 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 so yeah i don't know where he would have seen that or you know 
Why? When? <sighs> yeah, d- yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I feel like maybe the CGI let him down a bit there. Where maybe it was supposed to look like something, but we yeah. just didn't get a close enough look at it because it kind of just like these two big, like weird, knobbly antler yeah. things with the two beams going into the gate or something like that. And yeah, I did like the um, like the the two, the two storylines running sort of separately, but mm. at the, yeah, mm-hmm. at the same time, like a detached. Yeah, it's, but it was. I would have loved it to see um, back on Earth, they're like giving up hope, like, oh shit, that's it. We, we've got nothing else to try. We've got nothing else to do. And then Tilk saved the day. Obviously, yeah, I'd from love the that. back end. Mm. Yeah. But obviously, they needed Jonas to save the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like the sequence of events was slightly out because it's like we shoot the 302 and the gate through the hyperspace window and it explodes. Anubis mm. sort of succeeded. And then we're like, oh, we have to shut down the program because he can just dial us up again and do it to the the second gate that the, that the Russians have. Yeah. But then it's like we see Ryak blow it up with the with his glider, mm. and then there's that whole big long scene of like Jack and and Hammond talking about packing it all up and blah blah blah. blah. And it's like, well, we a we know that it's, it's the first episode of the season, so yeah, we know that the <laughs> yeah. program's not being shut down. And B, we see, we're waiting for them to catch up. And it's like, we always find stuff out as the team finds out. Mm. So it's where that weird thing where we're going into a scene knowing something that they don't know. We, like, Tilk knows, but the rest of the team doesn't. So, mm. it's yeah, there was just a weird sort of sequence of events there where it's just like, oh, where's, where's the peril? We know. Yeah, I liked, the, I, I liked it. It, it sort of um, gave you that, that perspective of, like, not having to worry about what's going to happen next, whereas you could just enjoy them being themselves where where Hammond's like you know you can have any mission you want he's like yeah I'm gonna go have you know ride on a boat bloody whatever um and I was like oh you know that's cool to see that you know what they would do if if they were gonna pack up and you know the end of the SGC but yeah obviously that that confused me too because I kind of looked away and then when that scene came he's like yeah I'm gonna retire and I'm like what Hammond's retiring what this is confusing because you obviously know yeah, they, they're going to continue next week. Yeah, yeah. But the Antarctic Gate, go. Yeah, back down to one gate. They just blew it up. Yeah. It's f- so the kaboom. <laughs> so the Russians. So okay. So they gave them what? They gave the Russians good old American dollars. Dollars. <laughs> the plans to the bloody exterior. Yeah, all the things they already promised them. Mm. <laughs> That's what they gave them. <laughs> yeah. And then didn't you say there was one other thing? Yeah, to well, have someone on SG-1. Yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so now we're back to... That's not happening, obviously. Now no. we're back to the original gate, so the one that was found in the movie. In Giza. In Giza. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, the one that blew up was the one that we found down in Antarctica. Yeah. So now I'm happy for that triangle point of origin to be back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we can finally lay to bed. So yeah. then the... The... Giza... DHD was the one that blew up in 48 hours, wasn't it? Yeah. So, so we still don't know. We'll, why we'll we find can't. out in a couple of episodes' time. Yeah. The DHD that Carter was digging out of the ice in, in, in Antarctica. Yeah. What happens to that? Right. Hmm. Tilk's mate, Shackrell. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty. I thought that was cool where he come down and he's like, "Hey, Tilk, just so you know, like, I love the fact that they've they've still got Jafar in." the ranks of the mm. yeah. the Gwa'uld and the, but he comes down just to say hey just to let you know man like the Tyree yeah. in trouble I thought you should know like, I thought that was that was that, yeah. was, that was awesome I came to tell yeah I came to tell um, Braytac 
yeah. to, to tell, tell you. you. It's like, oh, you're already here. Yeah, yeah, you're Sweet. Here. How that convenient. Actor, he looked awesome. like he should be playing a first prime or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Big guy. Yeah. yeah. Here's something I found interesting, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when he's he's flying the ship and Tilk, Braytek, and Reichel are about to ring down and they're all sort of ready, he says to them, Shell knock! And then rings them down. Mm. Wasn't that what Tilk said when Daniel goes, direct translation, very cool? Isn't that Shell Knock? Uh, yeah, I think it was. So did... Shell Neck. Oh, is it Shell Neck, is it? I think that's what he said. I had the subtitles up. I can't remember. I didn't write it down, but... Because I just thought I'm it'd be f-ing sure hilarious was... if they're just reusing Jafar words and he goes, This is awesome! Very cool! <laughs> as they beam down. It's like a war cry. Just very cool! <laughs> yeah, I'm so pretty awesome. sure that's Tilt it. I'm so happy I'm going through this with you. <laughs> In that scene, how... F- awesome was that fight scene when they ring down and like yeah. obviously it was a very low budget tight scene but that looks so awesome man Tilk's just doing the like no look behind the back boom yeah <laughs> and Ryak's just down there on his knee shooting his zat everywhere every yeah. which way <laughs> it's hard to mo- hit a moving target but then like how many people were that eight ten I'm like <laughs> so ten people were ambushing them in the rings but then when they walk through that little gate Eight dudes are there and they can't take them out when they got captured. Didn't Not, the rings, mate. Didn't have the element of surprise. Not by surprise, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. And also, you know, Ryak was up on the mountain, could yeah, have flanked was, him, you know? Yeah, totally. Jesus. Useless. Yeah. Uh, he had to save the day as well. What I didn't get was when he destroyed Anubis's machine and then it and then it fell into a volcano. Yeah, like the earth like just crumbled beneath it. And then yeah. fire just screamed up. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get that. Yeah, oh, I'd obviously um, had some cables buried, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had, to, you had to obviously put it on a volcano under with conduit, um, you know, flux capacitor under there somewhere. <laughs> Just capaciting. I um constantly, constantly capaciting. There was a line that hit a little bit too close to home for me when uh, when back we talked about it before when O'Neill and Tilka sitting in the commissary. And Teal's like, oh, Hammond thinks we need some kind of like socio-political nerd to offset our overall coolness. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, is that me? <laughs> yeah. Only if you think we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> you are here to offset. Yeah, I just offset the coolness quotient. So I was just thinking, like Reese was saying, there's two storylines in this, but Dr- but Teal had to leave before Anubis dialed in. Yeah. Mm. So basically. Cooper killed Dreyarch just to get Tilk off world by himself. <laughs> and we never Pretty saw much. her again. <laughs> we never even saw her in this episode. Yeah. She was oh, just totally. a head under a sheet. Yeah. Oh, like that. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it was a cool bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how I want to go. Yeah, me too. I think that's yeah, how I want to go. It's like supernatural. I've said that to Sarah. I think I even tried to get her to put it in my will. Like we were writing our wills, and That'd I said sick. it. I think she took it as a joke and didn't write it down. But I, I don't necessarily know whether I was telling the truth. But I would have been happy for it at the same time she wrote it. I said I want to go out like Darth Vader. I said, yeah. put me on a wooden mm. like pyre, send me pyre, space. and have my sons light it on fire. Yeah, 
And hey, put me in a Darth Vader mask if you have to. I don't care either <laughs> way. I'm happy to do it. If melt I've it, got one here. Melt it so that my, melt oh, it so that my really mask. emotional grandson can like find it in like 40 years yeah. time. Be like I will finish what you started. <laughs> Too bad if like your skin melts to the plastic That's and the thing, just stays yeah, he's there. Stuck with my I want, like, decomposing head. I want people to do the weird <laughs> stuff with my ashes. Anyway, so this is my world yeah. testament on this podcast. Sorry, go ahead. Yes, this is. I want people to do the weird stuff with my ashes. Like, hey, you can like get it like put into pencils now. Like you can get some really? ashes and they'll compress oh, it down yeah. into pencil and you can be writing with a with I think your dead we had, loved one's ashes. I had this conversation where you can stick it in a dildo. Yeah, yeah you can put it in a dildo. Yeah. You can get yeah, yeah. um get your dead husband up. You yeah. can get it swirled yeah. into like big glass balls. So it's like these cool, like, you know, you know, people collect like the big glass balls mm-hmm. that have the bubbles in them. They'll like swirl ashes into it. You can snort it like uh, cocaine. Yeah, Keith Richards, <laughs> nothing yeah. more rock star than that. Oh, mate. Yeah. Snorted my dead dad. What the <laughs> Man, yeah, what went bizarre. wrong? <laughs> what went wrong? Anything that guy, that guy is still alive. I know. Like, yeah. All so the people, weird. all the healthy people, young people that have come and gone in the time that Keith Richards, uh, he's the a, living skeleton, he's still kicking. He's a human skeleton. Dorian Gray painting. Like there's, yeah. there's. Oh God, love him. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love some Keith Richards. Love mm. the Stones, but who do you reckon will go first, Keith Richards or the Queen? <laughs> I, I, reckon, I, reckon the queen, I reckon I reckon Richard he'll look worse but still be alive. Mm. He already looks worse. I mean he can't look worse than Prince Philip though. Like Prince Philip is, is a legit zombie. <laughs> he had a car crash and I, survived it. How does that happen? Because he's a fing zombie. Yeah, and they didn't take his license off him. Yeah, well he doesn't <laughs> Oh no, he's got a license, doesn't he? She just doesn't yeah. have one. Interest, yeah. interesting this time a royal family has a car crash and survives. Interesting, oh, isn't it? Oh yeah. shit. It wasn't planned. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wasn't the target. <laughs> <laughs> we did miss it earlier on when we were um, bagging out Jonas, but I just thought, given that um, how hated he is by a lot of the fandom, I found it interesting that very early on, uh, Robert C. Cooper must have thought he was going to be like a big hit, and uh, <laughs> Robert C. Himself Cooper going to inject some no. of myself into this character. <laughs> well, he just seemed, there was just seemed to be like just a little bit of a humble brag here about uh, about the Jonas character from Robert C. Cooper. It wasn't your fault. I don't blame you. I actually wrote the first episode with Jonas in it, so um, in a way, everyone else has kind of had to follow uh, my lead. Oh, f- uh, right? Yeah, we don't blame you. Like Jack said. He climbed to find Jonas <laughs> and the replicators. <laughs> this is where I thought it was Killing going. Daniel. I actually wrote the first episode with Jonas in it, so... <laughs> You're welcome. Like that's, what, <laughs> that's honestly where I thought he was going, and he kind of did. Yeah. It was just an alternate reality version where he's like, they're following up yeah. my lead when I'm creating so, uh, <laughs> great characters. You're welcome. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Oh, I was like, if only he knew what was to come. <sighs> if only he knew the shitstorm. I was going to say that they had the plan to, I think Carter said four, uh, two hours to get the gate to the surface, Four hours to fly it to wherever it was. Yeah. The the flight was it Area Fifty One? I don't know. Phoenix. Yeah, Some that's base, right. Yeah. And then put it rig it to the plane. I'm like, why didn't they just fly the X three hundred two to Stargate Command? Because it's top secret. Yeah. Here's an idea. Why didn't yeah, Jonas, but if you... why didn't Jonas give them the idea a day earlier so they had time to work on all that rig? Yeah. Well, why didn't McKay not as like a listen backup. to Carter as well? Mm. Mm. But like. To me, it's like that X three hundred two can fly yeah, to true. Shine Mountain in two point three seconds. Mm. Save save yourself four hours of rigging. Less chance than people seeing a Stargate. 
Yeah, right. Driving down the road. Well, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. whoa. An active saga, yeah. 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 And it's like they were allowed to take the X301 out for a joyride. Yeah. Like on Earth. Mm. Yeah. So Around yeah. the planet. Good point. Yeah, I was just like, that That saves you four hours, guys. So Every minute counts. Yeah. Oh, well, you weren't close time. to mission control. Cooper. We're in space. <laughs> anyway. Time wasn't an issue. Cooper. <laughs> no, it was just like the last... <laughs> Like, literally the last second. Mm. <laughs> he hit the hyperspace window and ejected. I'm like, well, surely that would kill you. The amount of inertia, you would have absolutely been annihilated. Not in a TV show, mate. Inertial dampeners, mate. Not, not when he ejected. <laughs> <laughs> it was the dry, it was the whole pod that came out with him. Yeah. But uh, just, just to help reset, in case it does pop up in, um, has Reese paying attention, the X302 has four engines. <laughs> one is air breathing, one is high altitude aero spike, one is a rocket booster, and the final one is a hyperdrive. Just so we can say we've said it. What'd you do ask it? Sorry, what'd you say? Inertial dampeners. Sorry, too late. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when uh, Tilt gets captured and he goes to that guy, Anubis did not create the weapon, nor is he a god, and then Jafar just slaps him. Yeah. Just picture Tilt going... My son hits harder than that. <laughs> that Jafar didn't even bleed. That Jafar, that's Tyrrell from Battlestar Galactica. He, oh, was, yeah. he was the dead one that um, Braytac brought through the gate in Maternal Instinct. Yeah, that's right. right. Same actor. Wow. Yeah, last thing I had to say was why was Hammond at the last minute, like Jack's falling from the sky and they're like, oh, can we override the protocols? And General Hammond's like, let me call the president. Like, wouldn't mm. the president be there? He's got 11 minutes to yeah. live. Like, wouldn't he be... I know, like, Obama no, was watching the takedown of Bin Laden on a live feed of the of the helmet of the guys that took him out. Surely, this guy... Surely there'd be a live It's not feed. a meeting that's more important. No, well, the, the world wasn't going to blow up in 11 minutes. It was yeah. just Colorado, and then the after effect would have killed the world. Maybe he was maybe yeah. he was like poised in the Oval Office at his desk, ready to make his, like, announcement to the masses. You know, <laughs> guess what, we're all- Mm. You all gonna die. <laughs> all gonna die. <laughs> We're all fucked. We're about to have the greatest explosion that the world has ever seen. It's the gonna be biggest, huge. Nobody does Armageddon better than me. <laughs> Believe me. Believe me. Nobody ends the world <laughs> like I can end the world. Yeah, I think your Trump's gotten better, mate. Has it? It's very yeah. good. It's very oh, good. It's time to find out if Reese has been paying attention. All right. Five questions, 30 seconds for you, Reese. Yeah, when's time start? Right now, at the end of this. At the start of Redemption, which is the name of this episode, when General Hammond asks Walter, when is SG-1 due back, what is his answer? Uh, One hour, 22 minutes. Correct. How much does the Stargate weigh? Pass. Who died in this episode? Um... What did McKay use on the gate to try to stop the attack on Earth? It was the uh, the uh, the bloody sound. Yeah, it's past. Name the element that created the hyperspace window. The quadrant. Correct. Holy Jesus! Wowzers! How the one mighty have of, fallen. One out of five. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> one thirty a.m. That's. <laughs> I mean, if that isn't a reflection on season six compared to season five, I don't know what is. Oh. Reese, so was... your father made you wrong. All right, give, give me the questions. Give me the questions, Brendan. Oh my god! I mean, they're all gimmies for. This is obviously yeah. Dreyak. Oh no, you got. Sorry, you got two out of five. You got the hour and twenty-two minutes. How much does Aaron this Stargate weigh? 
Uh, would you have accepted a lot? Mm, no. Remember when um? No, I wouldn't. Neil goes. I would not have sec- accepted that. Okay, Who died in this episode? Something at eighty-eight thousand pounds. It was uh, sixty-four thousand pounds. There you go. And if you want to jump onto conversion.com, it's twenty-nine thousand clo- uh, kilograms. Kilometers. Kilometers. <laughs> Kilometers. That's, that's a long. Gaze. That's a it's huge gate. Who died in this episode? Dreyark. Yeah, I would have accepted Tilk's wife. Or that's who it was. Or um, what do you call it? The Valley Girl. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did McKay use on the gate to try and stop the attack? An EMP. EM pulse, correct. Mm. Electromagnetic pulse. Name the element. You said Nequadria race. So anyway, I mean, better luck next time, I guess. Mm. 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 We'll be same saying, we'll be time, saying that a lot through season six. <laughs> better luck next time. Yeah, that is episode one hundred and. 13 of Get Into Gate Redemption, part one and part two. We will be back next week to talk episode three of season six, Descent. Ooh, yeah. Good app. Means nothing to Reese or I. In the meantime, you can check out all of our previous podcasts on your favorite podcasting channel. Just search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. Drop us a long form line, getintogate at gmail.com, or hit us up on the socials Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Say hi, like, subscribe, recommend us, review us, everything. We take it all. Just give me attention, give us attention. That's what we crave, that's what we love. If you want to redeem yourselves, jump onto our Patreon. Absolutely, you get a huge redemption. Otherwise, find us all uh, individually. If uh, not for uh, the entire show and the entire team, I'm Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Matty! At High Pitch Matty. Brendan! At the Bren Gibson. And Reese. At the Flying Gibson. Let's talk the opposite of Ascension with Descent next week, right here, Stargate SG1's favourite show, Get Into Gate. In Cooper. Get Into Geek.